welcome to the Burning Eye podcast. I'm Bridget Hart. I'm your host. It's nice to chat to you again. It's always nice to chat to you. Um, I'm joined here today by the fantastic Erin Bolins. Hi, Erin. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, I had to hold back saying hello when you just said hello then because I forgot that this was for other people and not just me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to answer the phone like that every time now. Hello, yeah. welcome to the Burning Eye podcast. <laughs> like, get people off the spot, I think. So, Erin, it's we were just, just saying before I pressed um, record then that we've both um, had some biscuits today. Very important. Yeah. yeah. I feel like food has really defined our relationship. Since we yeah, met. it has, hasn't it, a bit? I feel like you always have great recommendations. I feel like, yeah, the first year we did Unislam, or the first year that I did Unislam, and uh, you mentioned that you were vegan. I was like, you and me. Yes. Yeah, I think I was probably quite new to it then as well. So I was probably a little bit precocious about it, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I just remember you turning up with like a vegan iced coffee for me. And I was like, who is this girl? Oh, yeah. You How do look I make her mind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I didn't, I remember at the time not, I've ne- I hadn't, hadn't heard of you up to that point and hadn't seen you perform before. Um, but I'd heard like really good things from Toby and a couple of other people that were on the Unislam <laughs> team. Something that I, I really like about meeting poets is, is gelling with them. And I found mm. that like most of the poets that I've worked with, I've, I've gelled, with, uh, gelled with quite well. But usually a lot of them, it's like I'll meet them after I've had their submission and things like that. But for you, you'd been on my radar for a little while. Mm. Um, and then I remember the following year at Unislam in a kebab shop at 3am. I was like, Aaron, you should submit to Browning Eye. The true origin story of the book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, definitely the kebab shop. Yeah. And yeah, I'm really grateful for that. Um, I'm the sort of person that needs a push for these things. And that, <laughs> that was what I needed. Yeah, I'm really glad. Um, because. I find your poetry so warm and I think there's a lot of um there's a lot of experimentation and like lots of different things and exciting things going on in poetry right now but there's something mm. very genuine and warm about your book that I think a lot of people are really needing at the moment. Oh I'm glad yeah and I feel like I'm sort of settling into feeling like that's okay. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's an okay thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you, how are you how are you feeling about the the release of the book? Oh, yeah, good. Um I mean it already feels like it's sort of been forever and also two seconds, um which I think is sort of the theme of the moment, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Generally. But um yeah, no, it's it was I mean obviously a strange time. Um and there was sort of a period where I sort of forgot and it was a bit delayed and I sort of I think that sort of chilled me out a bit really. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think the pandemic chilled me out. It's not a sentence that my thought yeah, I was ever oh, going to okay. say, but um, <laughs> generally it definitely didn't. But um, in terms of sort of the pre-release angst that I think maybe was bubbling up or I'd anticipated, I think it maybe chilled a bit of that out in the sense of just, oh, well, I mean, <laughs> it definitely can't be the worst thing or the most anxious thing that happens this year. So <laughs> I think that chilled me out a bit. Oh, that's that's good. I'm glad about that because you know um, that thing of releasing a book in a pandemic is a very uh, unique experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but it's it was that it's actually been really nice and I guess you know generally we've felt a bit less connected haven't we to people and it's been a really nice way for me to feel a little bit more connected to people sort of even just sending it out and going to the post office and hearing it's arrived and things like that and um yeah that that's been really nice yeah yeah that sounds that is um one of the good things about it i suppose is is being able to feel like those that you're still connecting with those people in the same way that you would if you were going out and doing readings and doing doing a book launch Mm. and things like that and and again a testament to the way that poetry really brings people together yeah and I think even though the pandemic has really tipped lots of things over um there's been some really nice things about it and I think the the bones of poetry are, are there in the sense that like poetry connects people it's it's a, a commentary it's it's needed in mm. any culture shift any yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah yeah it's needed Actually. yeah yeah so you're so we obviously we have no idea that this is going to happen um yeah <laughs> but um how did you obviously most of the book production was done before the pandemic started yeah how yeah, how yeah. was the how was the um building the collection for you and, and working with us oh amazing yeah um yeah as I said so glad the kebab shop happened (laughs) it was really (laughs) really nice and I think that sort of formalized maybe ideas that I'd had for sort of putting things together um I didn't necessarily know what it was going to be at the beginning as I think is maybe the best way (laughs) yeah and was quite sort of open to what it was going to be but there were certain themes that was sort of just running really with what I was writing and it was yeah it was really interesting to sort of pull them together um and disregard a lot of what I thought it was going to be yeah. <laughs> um, and then chuck some chuck some last minute things in there that you know I wouldn't have necessarily thought um so yeah no it was good that was pre-pandemic really the sort of definitely the, the gathering of it all but um yeah it was a, yeah a really sort of yeah interesting process really yeah, did you find that your manuscript changed much from your original idea of it? And you, you were just saying about your themes and stuff there. Was there anything new that came out of it that you were like, oh, I didn't know that that was a thing that I was doing? Yeah, um, I mean, there's a loose sort of theme of endings and beginnings sort of running through it. But um, I think I was looking for something to make it not just <laughs> really sort of poem heavy or a little bit of I don't know if like relief's the right word but a little bit of change um and I didn't didn't necessarily know what that was going to be but um I started at gigs maybe last year um reading out what essentially was just notes on my phone when I was trying to sort of <laughs> diary my <laughs> worries and frets and things and was writing them to myself um and I started reading them out loud um and sort of enjoyed that and they seemed to resonate a little bit um because I think everyone worries <laughs> um, to, to a certain extent or about different things and um and in the end I ended up popping those in which I didn't necessarily think at the beginning but they sort of uh, um scattered throughout the poems or in between the poems um so I didn't necessarily think the sort of oversharing of worries and frets was going to be in there or or a theme but um um, yeah I'm, I'm really glad that that it is now <laughs> yeah there's it definitely adds a vulnerability to the piece because I often find with you 
like especially the last poem in the is it the last poem in the book that's also the first page of the book there's a little excerpt of it oh close to the end yeah I, I find it like I find a lot of your work even though it's gentle there's a tough love about it that I really like um and like having the worry dull stuff in between <laughs> all of those pieces is um yeah it's this universal experience of worrying everybody worries about something yeah it's quite funny I feel like they're probably everyone mentions something different but I think they're probably the thing that most people mention after it which one I'm quite surprised because I think they're quite dense and I feel like I might just skip them if I was reading it but um two is also quite funny is that in that they probably are the least crafted in a way <laughs> yeah it's sort of a bittersweet thing of them, them being praised and they go great it's so great that that resonated or you feel heard or seen or whatever but also that was had very little thought to it <laughs> <laughs> so what uh like in terms of like your favorite pieces in the book um well what where did you find the inspiration for them so i know you do boat poets and the poetry takeaway as well yeah 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 so I was speaking to Mary about the doing the poetry takeaway thing before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, in the episode that we did on Happiness FM. And um, I was just sort of wondering what your experience is with the poetry takeaway, because I find the concept of it really great and kind of in, really fascinating. Mm, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's quite hard to describe, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, again, like we were saying of, poetry being or the bones of poetry being sort of communication and um reaching out I guess that's what the poetry takeaway is a little bit and sort of maybe takes the formality out of what people perceive as poetry yeah and makes it a little bit more personal um by it being their stories really um and it's sort of just reshaping the conversation you have with someone into into something a little bit more tangible into something more concrete um, that they can take away and, and that's really lovely and it's always the chats and the conversation that are I think as a writer as as special as the poem that comes out of it um, yeah. I really enjoy them um, also just from a nosy point of view you just get some incredible stories like really in you know 10 minutes into meeting someone you're hearing this you know bizarre story about how they met their wife or you know <laughs> how they um took a combine harvester into the middle of Sheffield city centre, for instance, um, true story. So things <laughs> like that, that, you know, you just never get otherwise just sort of with someone you've never met before in your life. So I, I really, I really like it. Yeah. And if, if it's, if it makes someone read a second poem, <laughs> then brilliant. Yeah. That's really nice. There are, are any of the, is there anything in your book that's, influenced by doing the takeaway stuff or the way in which you have to respond to people oh um I'm not sure maybe I think I'm maybe not a specific piece but more I think more recently I got became a bigger fan of putting sort of dialogue in mm. um and sort of phrases and maybe that's maybe that's sort of a little residue of, of that sort of work a little bit of yeah, sort of treasure troving. <laughs> yeah. Um, or mining for sort of um, gems out of what people say. And I really like putting voices and, yeah, speech and things in poems now. Yeah. So may maybe, that, maybe that's come from that, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I've never been to a takeaway, but I am 
yeah, fascinated with how it, it, it uh, influences your own writing in terms of having to respond immediately to information mm. um, and, and write something like that. It must be like such good practice. <laughs> really good practice and good practice for not, for being a bit less precious, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> having, to do it, having to do it and edit and be okay with something go away in a form that maybe if it was something else you would, you know, <laughs> pour over for a bit longer. Um, but being okay with it, it being a different thing, yeah. And, yeah. and still and still being of worth and meaning something to someone even though it's what you might consider quite rough yeah definitely um so that's really good yeah practice for poetry and for life i think <laughs> that's good <laughs> just yeah. letting go with the, letting go of things a bit quicker <laughs> yeah yeah we've um i've noticed like that um with the 2020 poets that have been releasing this year like there's a certain um joy and resilience that each of you have when it's come to approaching your book being released like and I and everyone reacts a little bit differently but it's there's all this you know we just it's fine we've got to just keep doing it haven't we and, yeah. and the, it, it's so touching it's really nice to to be part of that and I wanted mm. to talk well a thanks bit. for making it possible and making that still a thing by being so adaptable yeah, and I think the poetry scene as a whole has been so adaptable with yeah. what's been going on. So it's been um, it's been easy for us because we work at home anyway, and mm. most of what we do is digital. You know, ninety percent of what we do is digital. So it's been you know easier for us. But the difference is, is that we're now we've been doing these online book launches. Yeah, and obviously the podcast episodes as well. And um, yeah. I just wanted to talk about your your book launch that you did on Instagram <laughs> yeah which, which was amazing oh I'm glad with you actually it was really oh really yeah I felt like it was really chaotic but I did enjoy it it is a weird experience doing online gigs because there's none of the instant gratification that you're looking for um and you you're just like do I just look like a bit of an idiot just yeah you know being expressive to a computer screen or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah so how was it for you like how did you find it um it was really good I mean it's funny you say sort of joyful resilience that was one of those things that I don't know like automatically when I heard about it sort of made me itch a little bit and then I was just trying to throw myself into things that scare me a little bit more so went for it but um yeah it, it was fun I was I was so hot <laughs> it was, it was one, so hot it was like it was a really degrees. hot day yeah and I was like on a third floor in an attic with all the windows shut because it, it was oh my God. the sound and I was I was I was so hot but I, I did really enjoy it nonetheless um I I felt like it yeah did sort of sum me up a little bit really it was very enthusiastic and very chaotic um <laughs> uh, I think that was I didn't realize that I think I got a phone call at one point and I didn't realise that you could hear that <laughs> and all that sort of thing. So it was a little bit shambolic, but um, it was, yeah, it was really nice and yeah, bizarre and lovely to think of people sort of yeah. on their sofas. It's yeah, really, really lovely. And you had Harry do a couple of poems as well, Harry Baker. Yeah, yeah. And actually the phone call was, um, I sent him some beer. Yeah, this is a running some, theme with you. Some delivered, some delivered beer and I didn't intend it to arrive actually on the minute that he, 
he came on screen <laughs> and they were calling me to say they'd got the wrong beer or something. Um, so, you know, yeah, as I said, like, is, good intention. It, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Harry Baker at this house. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, so, yeah, but I did have Harry's, um, yeah, he's one of my a dear friend, but also I love his poetry and his work and what he tries to do with it. Um, yeah, you guys had a good energy together. You bounced off each yeah. other really well. Oh, good, nice. yeah. Um, I think we sh share similar sort of intentions and being quite earnest and but sort of, yeah, sort of enjoying words and things like that. And uh, um, so, yeah, he's and he's also given me a huge amount of platforms to sort of share and keep experimenting, which always forces me to, to write more <laughs> when there's more gigs with the same people and things like that. Um, so, yeah, and during lockdown as well so that's been a really joyful um relationship for me yeah yeah, yeah that's nice it's good to have uh, encouraging people around yeah you know, the syndrome is a real thing <laughs> oh i mean yeah i mean that's that must be on the nhs surely by now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah 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 it's a lot isn't it and i don't know if that has felt more intensified during lockdown or not yeah i i, I don't know i i don't know really I think it's just new rules and I think when there's new rules well not rules but new ways of doing things it can feel like you don't know the rules I think can't it yeah it's a bit um, uh, chaotic but like I quite like that not having yeah any... <laughs> do what you fucking want yeah yeah um but yeah no that that would that was good I felt a bit chaotic but I did enjoy it nonetheless yeah <laughs> good I'm glad yeah it is it can be a weird thing have you done many other like online gigs and stuff? You just mentioned some Harry stuff. You yeah, a few, few with Harry. Um, he's got a brilliant uh, podcast or something borrowed, which is a really lovely format. We also do something of someone else's work and then some sort of new stuff, theme, theme oh, stuff, nice. um, which is really lovely. So I've done that and been listening to that and found that really useful as well. A um, few bits and pieces, a few different workshoppy bits and things, but um, in a very low key way, I've not sort of, yeah it's been minimal sort of <laughs> not really sort of I don't know tried to search for it all too much I sort of waited for, for things to flow in um yeah well I mean you've been what finishing finishing your course and you've just moved house yeah you know, it's, it's busy, all been going on busy you know. summer. yeah 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 um so it was nice to have something poetry related actually had felt a little bit out of that loop for a little while so it was nice to have the the book coming out to bring bring me back into that world is really nice yeah and and what about like other engagement i saw you posted on instagram today um, a <laughs> crocheted gift that you've received incredible yeah <laughs> i mean i like almost cried when i opened the packet there was yeah a crocheted um like a little life ring which is on the cover of the book um yeah inspired by that nice pretty sweet that is really nice <laughs> really lovely yeah yeah quite like that um I was say yeah amazing amazing yeah just someone saying sort of thanks for the book really yeah <laughs> yeah i've seen like quite a few posts of people um that have been getting your book and enjoying it which is really nice i think it's um it's quite hard to keep the momentum going mm. after, like the first big wave of, of sales isn't it yeah yeah Although I guess, I don't know, it's, I guess it's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's the beautiful thing. I've about tried to it. remember, <laughs> but like, it's, you know, it's not sort of got a shelf life per se. Um, 
and yeah. those things that I think it was a little bit sad initially to not be you know packing it in your rucksack and taking it off the gigs that had maybe been planned yeah. especially sort of over the summer and festivals and things like that but it mm. you know that that can happen and the book will still be there <laughs> yeah. so I've tried to sort of chill out into in, in that sense and be yeah I'm overjoyed that it has been going out on its journey without me <laughs> being there in person um that's been really nice that that's possible and when it is possible hopefully to sort of do that um and do it with with performing as well that will be yeah double the double the joy I guess <laughs> yeah and that's the beautiful thing about the book is there's no expiration date on it it's, it's always it's always going to be there now yeah yeah no it will yeah so that's um yeah I've, yeah it's been really really nice to have it to have it out have it to be a thing and it's I mean although there is no expression that it's I mean it already feels like I wrote those poems a long time ago yeah um you know and I guess they're always sort of a different version of your of yourself so um yeah it will be um interesting to see what what happens in terms of the next coming year and things like that and, and doing old stuff again but mm. I think those poems, despite the fact, I think as, as writers, when we look back at our work, we're like over it when it's done, you know? Yeah. You can really fall into that trap of like, well, I've written this book now, that's done, next. Um, but the thing, yeah. to, thing I think to keep in mind always is that the people that are picking up that book have not experienced those things. Like, I know. In, in that way. You know, people will pick up a book, you know. Think about how many people read Emily Dickinson now yeah. and get something yeah. from it, you know. And, that, you know, those poems, she, at some point, she was probably like, I'm over this, I'm over it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But as, I mean, as consumers of the, of the art and the poetry, like, it, that's the first-time experience. Yeah. It's important not to get jaded, I think, isn't it? By yeah. your, own, by your yeah. own sort of criticism of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> your and that's definitely reflection. something to be said about, you know, your writing improving and, and after a while, mm. I don't want to do these poems because I don't think that's a reflection of my, my work now. Yeah. But to make it always available, you know, to people is, you know, something really good. And that's something I really like about Burning Eye is working with people that write accessibly for lots of, for lots of people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that being a celebration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think all, I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like maybe the 2020 books will have like some kind of like renaissance <laughs> period, like maybe next year or the year after it will be like really trendy to like pick up all the books in 2020. The year, the yeah. Year of lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Class of 2020. My gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should get your levers, hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I know. I think that's a really important point, though, to sort of remember that it is. Whilst it's by you, there's once it's you know out there and on the page, it's it's not oh, necessarily yeah. it for you. you anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's okay. And not to, I don't know. I think we get into a habit of like apologising for everything all the time, and <laughs> you can just sort of mm. take away people's joy and enjoyment of something <laughs> by yeah. doing that a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a bit self-indulgent, essentially, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, someone's telling you they like something, you're going, "Oh, well, I wouldn't write that now." <laughs> Shut <Yeah>. up. <laughs> But I feel like it's the same with musicians, though, who like do big tours and then do mm. the odd song from like four albums ago or something. And people love yeah. it. Yeah. And I try and remember that because one of my things I get really funny about is if 
I'm, I love performing to a new crowd. If I think that there's people who've seen me perform before, I get really funny about thinking that I have to do everything new. Yeah. Never repeat anything and that they're just, you know, going to be yawning or whatever. Um, and one, that's a little bit self-indulgent because you're assuming that everyone remembers your stuff. And two, <laughs> you know, there's a joy in that. And no way would, would musicians, you know, if musicians didn't come on and play things that you knew. <laughs> like, no, people, it would be carnage. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, just what's the point? Stuff. You'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah, so 45 quid on this ticket, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do try and remind myself of that a little bit. Um, yeah. It does seem a weird, yeah, weird pressure on that sometimes, which I think is, is self-inflicted. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's true. I think with poets, there is this assumption that you always have to do like new things and stuff. Like doing poetry in the in the punk community is such a small community. Mm. Like, if I don't do that poem, then they're <laughs> going to boo me. <laughs> yeah. So it's a uh, it's, yeah it's, it's um, anthem, I guess, isn't it? I guess. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, people want to hear the thing that made them cry in the bath that time. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that was I was listening to Maria's episode, and they were talking about you know the idea of feeling something from a poem and that being you know a really lovely thing mm. and I think sometimes I don't know and I think it's if it affects your writing like sometimes I feel there can be a preoccupation with needing to feel surprised by everything <laughs> yeah um and I completely get like from your point of view who reads like so many submissions of course you want to be <laughs> surprised and I'm sure you get really bored of the same sort of things but I think there's lots of feelings that and sometimes I don't always pick up a book and want to be surprised. I want to be, you know, comforted and seen and reflected. And yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm settling into that being okay yeah. <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> I feel like your book will definitely be a well-thumbed through book. Mm. That's a lovely concept. <laughs> I like to be well-thumbed. Well-thumbed. Well <laughs> <laughs> a lovely um, phrase, yeah. I bought my mum a copy, actually, and um, she's been reading it. She said it was really nice. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll let her know. Eileen yeah. Hart, my mother, if you're listening. Oh, cheers, Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish you could meet my mum. That would be cool. Oh, well, one day. I know. Yeah. I've totally diverted that then. I'm going to do very quickly background. <laughs> it, was, it was just making me think of some family friends who like, have bought like, loads of copies and I know they've just been imposed onto people who would never read them. <laughs> oh my God, I know. My mum bought like loads of my pamphlet and then was just like selling them to people at the hospital where she works. And she'd be like, oh, I, need, I needed like another 10. And I'd be like, mum... <laughs> That's incredible. Just getting massive I'm impact. just selling them to the doctors and stuff. Yeah. Like, Why are you giving these bloody doctors my like <laughs> DIY punk feminist? <laughs> Bridget Hart is really huge, on, huge yeah. on the oncology ward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't get enough of me on cardiac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so random where your where your books end up. So random. Because, because yeah. of family and friends. That. You know, they, yeah. they end up being your most active distributors, I think. Yeah. And also the internet. I don't know. Maybe that's more lockdown. I've been really baffled that I've been sending it to different countries. <laughs> and I just don't know how. I sort of sometimes want to message and be like, are you sure? Did you click this by accident? Like, why are you buying this in Canada? 
that's great though but that's incredible yeah i don't know if that's people are more on just been more on their computers <laughs> i think people are definitely are more on their computers yeah and i think people are steering away from places like amazon yeah i've had a few messages actually of things like that of i'm really trying to not buy on amazon and try to buy more direct and trying to you know be a bit different with my shopping habits and that's that's so lovely yeah and i think yeah. that yeah that might have been one of the little positives to come out of this a little bit yeah i think people then, are thinking much more locally yeah the nudge that if some people were on the edge of that needed maybe yeah for sure yeah i like that mm. 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 Mm, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> All sorts of, yeah, Finland. Finland? Yeah. Who do you know in Finland? I don't. <laughs> I don't. Wow. Yeah, a few different, yeah, America, Holland. Weird, weird. <laughs> Off all over the place. Very weird, yeah. Um, it's nice though, it's a nice boost though, isn't it? Especially when it's an overseas address, you're like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've been, got quite an interesting relationship with the post office now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet they love you. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, it's been, yeah, thank you for making it all possible. <laughs> thank you for writing it. I mean, you wrote it, so thank you. I'm really I mean, that seems that... like the easy bit, doesn't yeah. it? It seems like the bit that you can't sort of help. <laughs> that it was yeah, just, just... anyway, so it's nice <laughs> to do something with it. Yeah. Yeah, people always thank me and I'm like, mate, you did all the hard work. I, I was just like in the, in the right kebab shop in the right city. At the right <laughs> That's really, I mean, you're firing out the lines today. That's incredible. I was just in the right kebab shop. It's <laughs> such a burning eye thing to do. Yeah, oh, yeah well, I approached the poet in a kebab shop in Birmingham. Yeah, amazing. Brilliant. <laughs> Well, I'm really glad um, that it all worked out. And that kebab wasn't bad either. I mean, it was definitely just chips for us, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really was. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Cause... <laughs> they were okay, chips. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Erin, I forgot to ask you at the beginning before I press record, mm. but I was just wondering if you might like to read a poem for us. Yeah, sure. Um, thumb through it. Thumb through my well-thumbed copy. Yeah, <laughs> thumb it. Um, yeah, I was thinking which one I might do. Um, I might do one that I maybe wouldn't do so much or haven't maybe thought of doing live so much. Okay. Um, it feels like a slightly different format. But I think this is one of maybe where one of the um, places where the title comes from um, a little bit. Um so um, yeah, I'm going to do that one. Um, this is called Congratulations. Congratulations for getting on with it all, for eating cake and doing sums at the table your dad's body lay on, for making tea and choosing funeral shoes, for just taking it all in and only once a couple of years on lying on the floor to scream. There should be stickers for these things. There should be cards to say well done for walking past three of your alternate endings in the street without losing it without peeling what-ifs off the pavement and stuffing them in your mouth to try and taste loose of spit. Trophies should be awarded for replying politely to pointless emails on the day you remember what a dead body looks like, on mornings when you wake and for a second the dream is still real and your dad is going to pop round later and fix that door, or at least try.
in. <laughs> I was clapping, but then I muted myself. So then I said, oh, shit. I mean, story of 2020, mate. <laughs> I was clapping, but I was muted. My life is muted. Um, yeah, in it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for that. That was really nice. And oh, thank you. if you would like to, you may have noticed in the poem the words um, alternate endings was mm. mentioned there, which is the title of Erin's um, debut collection with us, um, which you can buy from our online web store um at burningeye.co.uk or um preferably you could get one directly from erin erin what's your website oh sugar i don't know i've not bought one um what website my website is no i meant a book i meant i don't know where to get <laughs> i've not got one <laughs> um my website is erinbolas.com and there's a link link to books on there great okay um, so definitely get one from erin erin will probably sign it for you um and it, um it will be really nice yeah thanks i forgot i don't think i'd actually mentioned the actual title then no i also got to yeah, that point great job. Like, <laughs> literally haven't mentioned the title of the book yet so if you're listening at home and you're like oh, bridget like yeah you, you are right you're correct yeah <laughs> yeah rookie yeah. error this is a poem that mentions the title and don't say what it was. Yeah, it's great. Professional. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you for coming Thank on you. and speaking to us. Oh, um, good luck with it. the rest of the year and the rest of the book. Yeah. Twenty. going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you in the resurgence. Yeah. 2020 Thank Renaissance. You.